a long introduction but i don't give a fuck man what's the matter what's the matter russ 
Oh. You remember that scene in Pootie Tang when he lost everything and shit? That's what Russell Westbrook looks like. Oh, Russ. What's the matter? You can't dunk it like you used to, man. You can't hit the mid-range like you used to. Oh, you never was a three-point shooter. This is King Known Uncensored. <laughs> Cry now. <laughs> oh, man. You see? Now, you know, I've been watching a lot of YouTube channels, and I've come up with some good insight from them. You know, one YouTuber in particular I was watching, he was saying how Russ was a complete dick throughout his whole career. And as they say, the chickens have come home to fucking roost on Russell Westbrook, y'all. Because, once again, the trade market continues to say no to this man. They said no to this man. They said no. We do not want him. The Lakers don't have any picks to shoulder the blow. They don't have any assets. I mean, Malik Monk, THT are good players, but you don't want to package them in already a deal that costs $41 million. Ridiculous, right? And then also, right? You're stuck. But LeBron and Anthony Davis wanted this man. Everybody talking about wait till AD come back. This LeBron and center experience. No, nigga. No, nigga. You got to sit and lay on that bed of nails. LeBron told me to keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. Talking about we too old. We washed up. We this. And I'm keeping it. I'm matching the energy that you had during that tweet. I'm also matching I'm matching the energy, sir. That's what I'm doing. And now when someone matches your energy, Guess what? Guess what happens? Tell motherfuckers stop talking shit. <laughs> That's what happens. Now it's tell motherfuckers stop talking shit. <laughs> when somebody actually matches your energy. But this ain't about LeBron. This is about Russell Westbrook. Need some, you need a tissue, bro? This nigga was really crying at that press conference like Cameron was crying in Killer Season. That nigga was crying like Young Buck when he was crying on the phone to 50 Cent. Now, we don't clown men for crying, but we clown men for crying over something stupid like, like this. 
but that shit was hilarious. That boy was really crying like a little bitch, though. That shit sad, bro. Just sad. You remember how mean Russell Westbrook used to be to the uh, to the media? He used to talk all that shit. Used to disrespect them and do all this shit. Y'all niggas tripping and all that. Now you tripping. Now those same people that you shit on on the way up is gonna be laughing at you on your way down. Now is this over for us? I don't know. He needs to find a situation. I mean, the Lakers might have to buy that dude out and hit the buyout market. But I don't think anybody will sign him unless it's to a mid-level exception. And you know how Russ is, a very prideful man. Now, as I told you on the last episode, right, Tobias Harris is on the trading block, officially. I knew I knew that the uh, Philadelphia 76ers were going to gonna uh option this trade man i knew it i mean this was a bad contract you signed tobias because out of desperation because you couldn't get jimmy butler back so you decided to overpay a player that averages like at best 17 18 points and that's kind of bad for this era And then you chose Jimmy Butler over Ben Simmons. I'll never get over that. Jimmy Butler then went to the finals now and shit. Jimmy Butler took this group of players the furthest. Look at you now. Look at your funky black ass. Now you on the trading block. I mean, I'm not mad at Tobias Harris. He's a good player, but he's not worth the money that he got paid. But it's but I'm just reporting that it's now official because they're trying to package him with Ben Simmons. I'm like, unless you're Orlando or Oklahoma City that got all that cap space, you're not going to trade Tobias Harris's contract to anywhere that um to where you would get anything of value back. You would have to get some role players back. And with this shit that went on with uh, Trez and KFC, shit, you, you can try to go get one of those guys over to Philly. Speaking of Trez and KFC, Montrez Harrell and Contavious Caldwell Pope, a.k.a. Contavious Caldwell Joe, a.k.a. an eight-piece bucket of extra crispy KFC chicken, got into it they got into an altercation during the halftime of the uh, Thunder Wizards game and this is according to Shams Sham Sharania Sham Sharania and uh, Adrian Wojnarowski are the two most reliable voices in sports they break the news they are 98 percent accurate to me to me though to me though 98 percent accurate but they got into it and they both swung and missed and the team got in between them and extra security was provided honestly bro 
I don't think they were trying to hurt each other. I think these were two teammates in the heat of the moment. They're losing to a lottery team at halftime. And they're pissed off. Understood. The Wizards have fell off. They are sliding down a razor blade in an alcohol river. And I understand why that happened. All right, let's move on. Paul George may not return to the Los Angeles Clippers this season. And Kawhi's return is pending on whether the Wizards, I mean, not the Wizards, uh, whether the Clippers, <laughs> my bad, are in the playoff hunt. Now, currently, as it stands right now, the Clippers are eighth in the West. And let me tell you something. If Kawhi Leonard is playing, even without Paul George, Phoenix does not want to see this team in the first round. Golden State don't want to see this team in the first round. With Kawhi Leonard. Because Kawhi Leonard is a gamer. But however, if the Clippers, say for example, I don't know, don't finish within like that top five range, Kawhi Leonard will sit out the rest of this season. And I don't blame Dog. I don't blame Dog at all for doing so. I really don't blame him. I do not blame uh, Kawhi Leonard. Especially if Paul George not returning for the, from the elbow injury. Wow. Now, last night, the Los Angeles Clippers held their own against Denver. Denver had the, these guys up 20 points. And this is what I keep telling people about Mike Malone. He is not that guy. He is not a good coach. He's definitely top five worst coaches in the league. Mike Malone went from one of the best coaches in the league to one of the worst coaches in the league in a span of two years because he's just not good with lineups. He's the reason why Bobo is out of town right now. He mismanaged Michael Porter Jr. Jamal Murray is, is not coming back at this, uh, you know, right now. And it's just sad, man. That was a hell of a game. The Clippers put on a show last night. Amir Coffey was balling. Brandon Boston Jr., balling. Terrence Mann, balling. Marcus Morris, balling. Those boys held their own against the, uh, the Denver Nuggets. And then I felt like he waited too long to put Joker back into the game. And by the time that Joker came back, it was pretty much a, a done deal. Shout out to the motherfucking, uh, shout out to the motherfucking, um, shout out to the Clippers last night, man. That was a hell of a game. NBA TV always be having the dark horse games that turn out to be crazy. And 
we're going to uh, talk about that later on, the first game that was on NBA TV last night. The Clippers could be a player in the trade deadline, and they have discussed a Goran Dragic for Eric Bledsoe swap. Now, that would be cool for the Clippers. They do need a true point guard, but... Uh, Goran Dragic old as hell, bro. Like, this nigga, you know, maybe if, uh, back in the day, maybe four, five years ago, could have helped the Clippers out. But now, this nigga is ancient. I mean, he is a far cry from the floor general that he once was. Yes, I understand he's a veteran presence and blah, 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 blah. But um, I don't think that's going to really be enough. Also, um, they could discuss moving Marcus Morris for a first round pick because the Clippers have traded all their assets away for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. They traded everything but the kitchen sink. The future is going to be with Brandon Boston, Keon Johnson, and Terrence Mann. I'm pretty sure that is established. They could also move Serge Ibaka. Now, there's a bunch of teams that are probably going to be interested in Ibaka services. Um, <coughs> Brooklyn... <coughs> Yeah, my brother just told me yesterday that Brooklyn is the team that Ibaka needs to go to. And I and I ain't gonna front. That that's that is a very dope idea for Brooklyn to get Serge Ibaka because they damn sure need him. They definitely need a shot blocker. Uh uh, I mean, Ibaka's not the same player he was five years ago. But that doesn't mean that he can't give you decent minutes. And I'm pretty sure the Clippers are going to hit the buyout market hard. Blake Griffin. I can see that. I can see Brooklyn cutting Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin needs to go back to, to Los Angeles. That would be a good look for him. And stay next year and then retire. Because Blake Griffin is washed. Has been washed for a mighty long time now. Jamal Murray could return this season. Now, if this is true, Denver could jet up the standings to possibly a four or a five seed because Jamal Murray is a good, is a cool 19 points in the season, and have and y'all have seen playoff Jamal Murray, right? That's a thing. That's like playoff Rondo. Jamal Murray would average 24, 25 points in the playoffs, guaranteed, easy money. Easy money. And I like that for um, the Denver Nuggets. But yeah, man. Oh, boy. Twitter, 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 Twitter universe. Man, you got... Man, I swear to God. Look, man. I understand, man. LeBron is a great player. LeBron is top 10 all time. Easy work. 
was footage that leaked on Twitter of LeBron James busting Paul Pierce ass, basically, in a nutshell. And he has. There's no doubt. He has busted Paul Pierce ass. But here's my problem. Motherfuckers is acting like LeBron owned Paul Pierce. Like, LeBron dominated every matchup versus Paul Pierce. Did we forget the main reason why he left Cleveland in the first place? The main, not one of the many reasons. We're not going to bring up the other reason why um, he left Cleveland. We're not going to bring that up. Nah, man. <laughs> we ain't going to do that. <laughs> Delonte. <clears throat> Sorry, um, I'm catching a cold. <laughs> but no, the main reason why he left Cleveland was because Boston beat they fucking ass. That's one of the reasons why he left. He realized that even though his team for the last two seasons won 66 games and 61 games and was favored to win the NBA championship, by the way, if LeBron's teammates were as bad as you say they are, why were they favored to be number one in the league? Obviously, the team was set up perfectly for LeBron James' skill set. LeBron James doesn't necessarily play well with ball-dominant guys because he doesn't play well without the ball. But y'all motherfuckers want to make things one-sided and say, oh, man, LeBron owned Paul Pierce. No, nigga. Or I should say, no, nigger. I said it. Because y'all motherfuckers want to show LeBron's good good, good plays, but don't want to show Paul Pierce's good plays. Now, yes, LeBron James is way better than Paul Pierce all time. I'm not even going to even discuss that. But Paul Pierce was not chopped liver. Matter of fact, this is a finals MVP you're talking about, nigga. You remember um, in uh, 2008, Game 7? Paul Pierce had 41 points and LeBron had 45 points. It wasn't like Paul Pierce had 21 points and LeBron had 45. We're not going to sit there and act like Paul Pierce wasn't busting LeBron ass in that entire game. Especially when LeBron went over to check Paul Pierce in 2008. I have a very good memory, y'all. And you LeBron fanboys... Make my memory a lot stronger. I'm telling you, this has got to be one of the two worst fan base bases in everything. In every facet of, of the word fan. Y'all going to sit there. Yeah, LeBron was blocking Paul Pierce shot. Yes, that happened. I'm with you. But show Paul Pierce busting his ass too. That was a rivalry. A lot of people don't remember that. But Cleveland and Boston used to go at it. LeBron was the fucking man back then. He was. That was around, you know, that that was around the time. I respected LeBron because he went at those old ass niggas. But don't act like he did that shit himself. 
because his teammates were all skill position players. Zadrunas Ilgaskis was an all-star. Mo Williams was an all-star. Booby Gibson could get hot. He's one of the best three-point shooters that they don't talk about. Drew Gooden was a great rebounder. Larry Hughes could defend all the team's best players. And Larry Hughes could score. He was a good 16 points a game. Antoine Jameson was, was like one of the leading scorers in the NBA at one point. Anthony Parker, skilled three-point shooter. Pavlovich, skilled three-point shooter. Danny Green, three-point shooter. Danny Green is a two-time NBA champion. Stop acting like this nigga ain't have a squad, too. This t these niggas was winning 66 games. Ain't no way LeBron James was doing this by himself. He would have to have Wilt Chamberlain numbers to make that argument. But look at this shit. LeBron James is 35 and 34 versus Paul Pierce all time. That's including the playoffs. Paul Pierce was not an easy lick for LeBron. LeBron earned that respect. But then, okay, 2009, you lose to the Magic. 2010, you play Paul Pierce and him again. Guess what? In 08, what happened with the Celtics? They beat who? Who won finals MVP? Paul Pierce 2010 just like KG said they broke LeBron because remember in what what game was that that was game six right LeBron James and the Cavaliers we're not gonna put place the blame all on LeBron for the whole entire team quitting in that fourth quarter look up the footage I remember it as clear as day Mark Jackson saying I can't believe that the Cleveland Cavaliers are quitting the series like this. And this was the game that made LeBron make that infamous decision in 2011. Don't act like this nigga was just killing Paul Pierce every game. No, 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 no. Don't let those stats fool you. Them two went at it. It was a rivalry. Don't sleep on Uncle P, bro. Don't sleep on Uncle P. He was 17 and 13 in the playoffs versus Paul Pierce. LeBron was 17 and 13 in the playoffs versus Paul Pierce. But mind you, LeBron had to blink up with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh to beat the Boston Celtics. And even that was a seven game series. When LeBron had that classic 45 point triple double game, I remember that game. LeBron was, was killing that fucking game. He was fucking bodying shit that game. But he had to put up that many numbers to beat that Celtics team. They wasn't no hoes. Everybody want to talk about how overpowered the Celtics were. No, they weren't. Kevin Garnett was not Minnesota Kevin Garnett, bro. Ray Allen was not Seattle Supersonics Ray Allen, except the first year. 
Then not to mention, in 2010, KG was coming off of a, uh, I think it, 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 it either was like a uh, microfracture knee surgery or a torn ACL. That was Rondo that had the torn ACL. I think he was coming off knee surgery because he was out for the season in 09. That's why Boston lost that year. No KG. But, um, even, you know, and even without them sweeping Brooklyn, if the, uh, if they hadn't have swept Brooklyn in, um, what year was that? I think that was, uh, 2014. I think that was that last season that Paul... Ray and, and KG played together. Paul, no, I mean Paul, Jason, Terry, and KG played together. Even that year, without them sweeping the Nets, you know what LeBron's record is? Thirteen and thirteen in the playoffs versus Paul Pierce. That fact alone shows that LeBron James did not own Paul Pierce. It was an even Stephen party. It was a rivalry. I understand why Paul Pierce be saying the things about LeBron because he beat him. It was kind of like, you know, Jordan and Isaiah, except uh, Jordan uh, went through the grind. LeBron James just ran to two other superstars to beat Boston. That's the only difference. What did, what did, what do Dame be saying? I never abandoned the grind, some shit like that. Y'all, y'all correct me later. Memphis versus Golden State. Ooh. I think we got a new rivalry in the NBA. Because as I recall, last time that I checked, um, that was my fight to my dot. <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies eliminated the Golden State Warriors from playoff contention last year. Memphis nor Golden State forgot that. As last night, man, things got out of control. As Memphis ended up beating Golden State last night. John Morant be cooking Steph Curry. I'm sorry to say, but sorry not sorry. My boy John Morant be cooking. But Steph did put up a triple-double. Y'all like to uh, make those triple-double excuses for other players, but Steph had a triple-double, though. Just saying. Don't get it twisted or fucked up. Still the light-skinned assassin. Even that was not enough. Andrew Wiggins does his usual disappearing act when... The, when the game gets the hardest and when things get the tightest, Andrew Wiggins runs. Even Clay Thompson showed up fresh off that knee injury and did more than Andrew Wiggins. Um, Memphis beat them 116-108 to 108 in a classic showdown. I was disappointed in Jordan Poole more so than Andrew Wiggins. I expect this out of Wiggins. John Morant, 29 points, y'all. 
11 of 23 from the field. Baller. Desmond Bain didn't shoot well, but he still made an impact by checking Curry. Zaire Williams, the rookie. I told y'all, this kid just needed some clock, and he was going to break out. This could be the missing piece that Memphis needed all along if he continues to play at this level. Jaron Jackson had 13 points. Brandon Clark had 14 points. It was nice to see him. I was wondering what happened to this dude. He fell out the rotation or something. Brandon Clark could play. Tyus Jones, 17 points, six rebounds, and eight assists off the bench. My goodness. Memphis put Golden State on a whole stroll. Last but not least, Devin Booker. Why are you acting like a little bitch, bro? D-Book, you supposed to be an assassin. If that mascot was bothering you so much, let that dictate how you play. You remember when Spike Lee used to fuck with Reggie Miller? Did Reggie try to have Spike Lee removed from the game? Or did Reggie come out there and hit six straight threes and win the game in the playoffs? Motherfuckers used to talk shit to Jordan and Kobe all the time. And guess what they did? They turned up. So, Devin, here's a Snickers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have a Snickers. Man up. Man, this, this fucking mascot, man. Fuck. <laughs> You're acting like LeBron. I'm, hey, I'm gonna need y'all. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need that mascot removed. He bothering me while I'm trying to make my free throws. <laughs> that was LeBron James vibes right there. <laughs> tell that motherfucker. Tell that motherfucking mascot to stop talking shit. <laughs> this never gets old. All right, this is King Nona Uncensored, man. Cry now, and I'm out of.